listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast. We're coming to you live from a van down by the river in the Ogden Canyon. It is a Thursday evening. We got the fire cracking, the river rolling. I can't even turn the fire cracking up. Oh, getting closer to the fire. The yeah, put your up, microphone yeah. by the fire there, Brandon. There we go. <laughs> uh, truth be told, we're in a trailer inside the Monarch building, <laughs> but it is a camp trailer, 1960 camp trailer. You um, would never know the difference, though. You're a buyer, Chase, with for a, you know, Gear 30, which is a local outdoor store, and we thought we would chat about today uh, the what has COVID done to the industry as far as product goes, and how as a consumer, what what's left on the market, and and when you go into some of these stores, I don't know about REIs because they're so big and they buy so much, but for instance, we tried to get, we'll start with Nemo sleeping bags and they don't have any. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. I emailed the rep about three weeks ago and he said, Lim- inventory is limited. Let me see what I can find you. Um, and I got, I was working with the rep yesterday. So three weeks later, figuring there might be some more inventory and he sent me an available to ship um, Excel sheet and it's, it's slim. It's slim. Um, I mean, there's areas like sleeping pads. They have plenty. But sleeping bags, um, if you're looking for anything in like the 15 degree range, it just was zero, 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 zero. The longs, the smalls, the regulars, the wides, every single sleeping bag in the 15 degree range is they have none available. Um, is that because manufacturing is in China? Um, I don't know exactly why. I, I think manufacturing is part of it. Mm. I also just think that we've had this huge surge of people going outside, right? We talked a little, a couple weeks ago about the bike industry and how there are no bikes on the shelves. And many people are speculating bikes aren't going to be back on the shelves till late summer or even into next spring. And they're the Um, 2021 models. Yep, exactly. It's like how you buy your 2021 new car in like July. Yep, exactly. (laughs) The year before. So a lot of companies release their models early so they can get them out there. And now they're like, well, crap, we have no... No bikes. And I think we're seeing the same thing happen. And bikes have been impacted. And I think, like, you can still get a lot of bike accessories, but it's the bikes have been affected. And then, from what I've seen in our segment, just more of core specialty outdoor sleeping bags. Um, Nemo's not the only one. Um, Big Agnes, their sleeping bags are also very limited. A lot oh. are on back order. So I don't, I don't know if the root of the problem, I don't know if it's manufactured. I think a lot of it, though, is people are getting outside um for example i went camping this last weekend with a group of friends and a lot of them were into it one of my friends that came was brand new with the outdoors um hasn't um not a not never a outdoored camper. before never outdoored before <laughs> right he's he's getting into it 
and he had hordes of new gear. Oh, wow. Um, and he's like, I want to get into this. He's like, this pandemic is driving me crazy. I want to go outside. Yeah. And he's not the only one. I mean, we see it daily. People that don't typically go backpacking or go hiking or go car camping or in the shop thinking, man, this is something to do. I want to go out there. So we have this, we're in a tough spot at gear 30 of, we have the demand. People want it, but the supply is so limited. Mm. We can't get sleeping bags in. If you look at our wall, we have a handful of sleeping bags to offer people. Yeah. Um, so if you've come into the store recently, you've probably noticed that it's not so much as we just suck at buying. I mean, I'm not the best <laughs> buyer. I'll admit it. But but we weren't we able can't. to plan ahead as well as we sh- could, and then we weren't. We didn't plan a pandemic either. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then it's always weird with um, just from like a financial standpoint of running a business, when you get hit hard with a pandemic, we're not making as much money. So when you plan, when you have your projections planned for X. And everything's trending towards that, and you're super stoked. And then, oh, now people aren't shopping anymore. And I give you a budget that's less than than exciting. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, where do I cut? Yeah. And you have to cut here and there, and you have to make some some strategic decisions of what do you cut. And I'm still young. I'm still learning the buying process, and I'm still learning what do you cut. You know, what yeah. is the most important thing to cut? And um, so it's just it's been interesting. And now that the pandemic is things are normalizing life's normalizing people are getting outside people are shopping our shop a lot mm-hmm. like we're we're busy and we just don't in a lot of areas we don't have the supplies to sell which is so unfortunate as a core outdoor store when someone comes in and we don't have a basic necessity it's like oh, yeah it's crap. frustrating it's really as a buyer it's so frustrating um and i don't i imagine a lot of the big box stores that have been closed I've just been sitting on inventory. Um, REI is still pickup only. You order it online, you can go pick up at the store. So I, I don't know if they're going gangbusters right now with sales. I don't know if they're mm. low on inventory, but from a local small shop, that's my view is so many people want to get out, but the supply is just not quite there. I feel like the supply wouldn't be there if it was not a pandemic. If we had this many people wanting to get outside at once, we'd be like, oh crap, we got to have more supply. So you add that, on top of the possible slow of COVID in China and a Chinese New Year backed up right to next to each other, mm. like it's just kind of supply chain's been kind of messed up. Which I just learned about like a year or two ago that all of China shuts down for their Chinese, <laughs> Chinese New, Year. New Year. For how yep. long? I, don't, I think it's like a month. That's a long it's time. A, it's a while, at least a couple weeks. Yeah, China's they are shut down. So yeah, if you want to do manufacturing and you got to expect that plan around that. Hmm. What about like, uh, d- did you reach out to Western and cause they're manufactured in the United States? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Western was Western. We have a Western order coming in. So for those of you who are Western fans, be stoked. We have Western inventory secured and coming in. Um, I don't know how their inventory was, was hit. They typically offer uh, operate at a very low overhead. So they don't have, six months of sleeping bags sitting on the shelf. There'll be times that I place orders, like an ASAP inventory order, and they're like, all right, these six bags are going to be made in two weeks, and we'll ship them in three weeks. Mm. Um, they kind of almost, they're just in a rolling cycle of making stuff and shipping it out. That doesn't seem like they ever really have much inventory on their shelves, which is, it's very sustainable. And they are, they know how much to make, and they're not growing super, super quick. They're growing at a very healthy rate, it seems like to me. So... There was no problem getting anything from Western. Um, they did shut their shop down. They're in San Jose, so they're pretty 
heavily impacted by uh, shutdowns for COVID-19. Um, but I mean, they've been up and running for over a month now and they're, they seem to be doing good. So there was no word from them as far as, oh, we're low on inventory, but other companies, the bigger companies that probably do do more man manufacturing overseas and have a higher overhead have been hit harder with it. Have you noticed anything with packs? Uh, we carry Osprey, Mystery Ranch. Uh, we used to have some Deuter, um, Low, Low Alpine. Low Alpine. Um, I haven't noticed. We got our Mystery Ranch packs in before all the chaos broke out. Um, and then Osprey, I don't feel like they've been super. Again, I haven't looked at their inventory or their um, available to ship inventory inventory levels recently. It seems like I just placed a pretty big order from Osprey, and there's only a few packs that were on back order. So I think they're doing better. It's weird. The sleeping bags is the only one that I noticed. Like across the board, multiple companies have been out of sleeping bags. Hmm. Um, again, so it might go back to supply chain. But if you're if you're searching for sleeping bags and finding like oh places don't have them, like at least the the companies that we work with, they've been hit pretty hard with it. What have you noticed when buying and working with uh, reps who? uh are not in there uh they're not they're not at work they're all they're all on the roads has it been difficult to communicate with any of them has there been any disruption as far um, as that goes or has it been pretty smooth not not so far um i think it it's been weird typically we have clinics so yeah at the every at this change of the season so spring and fall we'll have reps come in and they teach us about the new product that's coming out we have had zero clinics for this spring. So our employees, we have a good group of employees that know the gear pretty well, but the new stuff, they're definitely not as well trained because we haven't had um, these reps coming into clinics. So that's been really weird. Usually this time of year, it's like two nights a week are taken up by clinics, um, which I'm not going to lie, it's kind of nice having more free time. <laughs> I've noticed that too. I mean, our, our responsibilities were lessened. Now we stayed open as a shop. Uh, so, so management stayed there. We, our employees stayed home for a few weeks, um, but life slowed down. And I was thinking during that time where I was like, you know what, maybe that's, maybe it's nice to slow down. Everyone's yeah. like, I don't want it to be because of a pandemic, but if it, there's, it, it, uh, I certainly reflect on my life and right before COVID and thought, and I, and I think I was way overcommitted. And I wasn't focused on I and I feel better in general now as far as my time goes where I'm like, okay, I can focus more on home and family and work and do the things that I'm supposed to be doing and not be so stressed because I'm personally involved in so many community things. I have podcasts that we do, but also I'm on different councils and things around town and uh, so meetings and, and I love being involved. I just love being involved. I want to know what's going on. And so, uh, but when it all goes away and the only thing you have is home life, your family, and then we were, we had work. I was, I'm like, well, okay, I'm probably better at my job now because that's all <laughs> I'm focused on. <laughs> right. No, yeah. it's, it's really easy to spread yourself too thin and it's kind of nice when, there's not 15 different community events going on each week. It's we haven't had events. And so as a shop, we support a lot of events and I don't we've missed at least five or six events, big ones too. the Ogden Climbing Festival was the first to go. But and we 
that was like two weeks or three weeks. Like we barely had COVID hit a couple of weeks later. We might've gone through without the yeah. climbing festival. Um, um, yeah, no, about four weeks. Yeah. Uh, Ogden marathon we missed. And then there's a couple other smaller races that we've, that we we typically go to on the weekends. And in fact, the Ogden climbing festival begins a season of events that I'm at almost every weekend. I'm working an event with the shop and it's like, I hate that cause I'm so busy and I love it because I love doing all the, the events are awesome. Uh, and none of that happened this year. No. Yeah. It's I like events are awesome and they're fun, but they, they can be tiring. You know, it's going to be a busy fall. It, it's going to, the next year I think is going to be. Have you, so have you signed up, are you racing? Have you signed up for anything that's still, yeah, a, a I go? mean, I, I was just pulling up my phone right now. Um, El Dose was supposed to announce yesterday if it was a no, if it was yay or nay. They have yet to announce anything. However, they did post last week that they have new jerseys for this this race oh, this year. You, well, then there you go. So I feel like there you go. Um, <laughs> it's still six weeks out. I think with the way the trajectory of how things are normalizing, I think will be. I think it'll be a go. So I've got El Dose. Um, and that one was funny. Usually I'll like text friends to do a race and you text 10 people and two text you back. Right. Or people will text you back and they flake out and yeah, dude, I'll totally be there. And then they're like, yeah, I have a thing. Exactly. And I texted eight people. So two four man teams. So you guys want to do it? And all eight committed that night. I was wow. Like, okay. And then those eight brought more people. And right now we have 20 people. <laughs> so we have, Whoa. we have four or five. No, we have 25. No, we have like 20, some right around 20 right now. Our fifth team is forming. So we have at least four, five four man teams. So if you're in the outdoor event hosting business, uh, if you're still alive, because <laughs> spring and summer is no bueno. Yeah. But if you've rescheduled for the fall, you may see an awesome turnout. And I think that's what we're seeing. So many people are like, my races are canceled. And yeah. a lot of, a lot of my friends, I have one friend that signed up for like, he had like 10 races this summer and five, four of them were no refund, non-refundable. And he signed up for them last summer thinking, Oh, whatever pandemic hits. And they're like, sorry, it was non-refundable. And he hasn't gotten any of his money back. And so he they're was not really bouncing it to next year or anything. That's what he told me. And mm. so he's very skeptical of signing up for races. But El Dose, remember the Goal Foundation here in Ogden, said it would be 100% refundable if you, if it gets canceled, or you could transfer it to next year, or you could donate it to the Goal Foundation. Um, <laughs> Smart, obviously, goal. <laughs> right? Um, oh, it's called a donation. Now, yeah. Huh? <laughs> okay. So our non-refund donation, right? Uh, goal Foundation, a great local nonprofit here, and uh, they all also put together the Ogden Marathon, which I typically work the start line as uh, the 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 voice that tells you kind of what to do in the oh, the voice yeah, over that you just hear like noises overhead it's funny because i'll make announcements i'll say something like um uh, first aid is over on the tables on the on the east side or something and someone someone will see me with the microphone and run up to me hey where's first aid <laughs> and i'm like i just made the first aid announcement <laughs> like five times could like, you pay attention but you don't yeah it's just overhead noise and when before a race you're focused on so many things things as simple as like i've got to stand in line and poop 
Um, I got to make sure I have enough goo. I've got yep. like all this thing is going through your head. Last thing you're doing is listening to like me talk and give directions. Yeah. That's just like you're blocking stuff. that out. Yeah. That adds yeah. stress. <laughs> totally. 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 So they they rescheduled for the fall. Ogden Marathon did. Okay. Um, I have to I have to check the dates, make sure I'm available to help out <laughs> case the case needed. But yeah, I think they're gonna have a fantastic turnout to all these oh, yeah. events. Yeah. Oh, totally. There's two other races I'm doing this fall, and I think that they're gonna be packed. Mm. Um, so many are canceled. And Utah is a very very athletic outdoorsy state, and. N- just like everywhere else in the nation, like all the events are canceled. And so I think race events this fall are going to be busy, Um, which is good. There's a lot of small event organizations running races and it's going to be cool to see these small little mom and pop event organizations have big turnouts. I think it'll be good for them. It'll, it'll economically help them. For sure. I, last time I went climbing was with you. I th- honestly, that was probably the last time I went. Are you serious? That was I, last summer. I think I went maybe. I probably went four or five times after that last summer. That's but, funny. Uh, so the climbing industry is one of the industries, one of the sports in the outdoor side of things that uh, kind of interesting. So climbing gyms shut down for COVID, and also before we found out that the sun kills it in an instant, essentially. And that um, it is not very is easily transmittable on services. The climbing industry was very uh, a community was made a push to you know basically stay off the crags for for a while. Uh, I don't because I'm not in that community as much anymore. I'm not entirely sure what what's going on today. Like, but I can tell you what it was pretty weird dynamic because we had workers in our shop who would not go climbing uh, because that was they thought we know we're not going to go climbing we're not going to spread the disease we're going to stay stay safe stay home but we kept selling out of climbing (laughs) stuff we sold more climbing equipment this spring than i think we ever have ever i like brought in how many pieces all like all of our preseason orders and i remember going down there one day like a week after we got them all in and it was empty I'm like, someone's like, buying climbing the stuff. Freak. Yeah. <laughs> like, but it keeps, and it's still empty. I'm like, yeah. Okay. We cannot keep our climbing full. And we're getting more like shoe. People are coming and buying shoes that we haven't even got checked in yet. I'm like, this is nuts. So climbing on the down low took off. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know where they were climbing or whatever, but, or they just didn't care. I don't know what happened. Yeah. But it was, it was interesting to see our own employees who were, setting an example by not going out there but yet selling climbing stuff, every climbing day I'm like, well, equipment like every day yeah you know as much as you want to, we're still living in the u.s it's still a free country and people are gonna do what they want to do you know, and, and fortunately yeah it's it really if you were outside climbing at my looking back now that we know it's probably like the safest thing you could have been doing exactly to, to avoid corona um turns out it's in case you've been not paying attention, uh, it's spread very easily in uh, confined places, indoors, uh, coughing on somebody, that kind of a thing. But outside, especially at a crag that it's just like you and you and one friend or whatever, your belay partner, or you have a group, a small group of four hanging out. Um, boy, outside is, is the place to be. Yeah, it, so. doesn't, it doesn't thrive in the sunlight. So no. Which makes sense because I'll tell you what, how many times I ran up Adams Canyon um, during the week, during COVID, 
whatever. And there were just hordes of people. And I'm thinking to myself, eh, maybe I shouldn't be up here. But <laughs> I think it's probably healthier to be there with hordes of people than inside. But it but, took a while because, yes, I've got, I was for a while I was staying really consistent running uh, the shoreline. And there were so many people on the shoreline. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't – there's some spots where it's hard to – back so i just turned away but i'm thinking there's so many people up here that if you're gonna if it's transmittable that easy outside we're all done we're for. all get, we're all gonna get sick here mm -hmm. and, and and then turns out like though that that didn't pan out so like those people weren't getting sick i'm like okay but, but of course we didn't know yeah but it's like okay well that's good yeah <laughs> thank you <laughs> that's good yeah so the outdoor recreation has ticked up the so the demand for buying the equipment has ticked up. We've noticed an increase in uh, shoe sales, mm -hmm. um, hiking and trail running. And then, like you said, our, our sleeping bags and people. I had a friend of mine call me and say, uh, my son, and who's pretty young, like 19 or something, wants to go backpacking. And I don't I, I've never done this before. I don't know what to do. How do I how do I go with him and, and do this? And so there's more people who are new who just want to go out and yeah. go, like just get away because there's a lot of drama going on. There's a lot of stress that's come with it. A lot of stress. Um, um, yeah. That, there's the COVID and then now we're far enough we can talk about now where we have uh, the, the civic unrest uh, as far as all the riots in the streets, which is very, very stressful, uh, very stressful. And, so there's people who are like, you know what? I, I probably need to. I know. I remember during 9-11 when, when that happened, I sat and watched the news for two or three days and then bolted to Yellowstone. <laughs> Smart I man. just got to go in the woods. Mm -hmm. and, and the woods are healing. Get away from social media. Get away from the news and just and, and help. You know, the, when if you improve yourself, you'll improve the community. Exactly. And I think that's – it's good to be informed, right? Uh, we all need to be informed, um, but we cannot let that social media, the social shaming, all those things that go on, like, tear you down. And um, Like mentally. Exactly. And yeah. put the phone away and go into the outdoors. And I went riding this morning for a couple hours with my brother-in-law, my friend, and a couple other friends. And it was so, like, nice to just put the phone away and go ride for two hours. And in turn, make your immediate community a better place. Right. If you can impact your immediate community, then on a national, like start local. Right? Take your family, teach your teach your kids the outdoors, um, and respect for nature. And and I really feel like that is one of the best things we can do as a community to uh, help mentally and and you know physically even um, stay safe and and just be better people. We're not causing stressful situations or, or adding to the pr any problems that way that way um so yeah covid has affected a lot so um thanks chase for that update i just wanted to kind of go over if if you're seeing disruptions in the market in the outdoor supply chain there we've seen that yeah definitely definitely have and yeah luckily it's normalizing it's going to take its time though um it's something that we've never experienced at this level before so it's and we might see more because there was a lot of now I saw I saw footage of of uh, REI trying to get raided, you know, looted Ugh. like loot, but I didn't show them get in there. So if something like that, um, you know, if that if that if that I don't think that happened on a large enough scale to impact sales or distribution necessarily. But yeah, but it, it might. I don't know. Yeah. For some shoes or something. I don't know. It could. So. Totally. 
But, um, okay, great update, Chase. Go ahead and take us out. Uh, thanks for joining us on the podcast today. If you liked what you heard, which you obviously did. We did, did yeah, obviously. There's yeah. no doubt about that. Then uh, <laughs> go ahead and subscribe, um, follow us, like us, whatever you do. Greg, do you want to say Give hi? Us a f- hi. Thanks for making Greg, it. <laughs> Greg made it just in time to close us out. Five-star review. Give us a five-star five review. Tell all your friends. If you're looking for a healthy, good podcast that's uh, going to keep your spirits up, you know. Gear 30. Got you. Yeah. Uh, Gear30.com is G-E-A-R-T-H-I-R-T-Y.com. Support local. Um, follow us on Instagram, gear underscore three zero. Um, follow us on Facebook and tell all your friends. Okay. Yeah. Did yeah. I cover all the bases? Yeah. Let's see cool. You see, well, <coughs> you guys. Your, your, your mic's not on. So. Oh, it's not. Yeah. yeah it's we'll just... turn it on next episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that later. <laughs> See you out there. See you out there.